Okay, so this is um, my attempt to make my second podcast, and I have been for most of this morning recording and re-recording because I want to get the right information out there. I want to say the right thing, you know, in, in this new generation of political correctness, I'm trying not to offend anyone, you know, or be offensive. I gotta say, I have to put that aside because, um, what's more offensive than sexual abuse, you know? There's nothing politically correct about that. So, you know, in my last podcast, I talked about what happened to me. You know, I went into some detail. I was kind of explicit. You know, I understand that. I called it, you can survive. And um, I come to realize that me calling it, you can survive, was my grand lie. I didn't survive, I'm not a survivor. You know, I'm definitely not a survivor. You know, I'm gonna give you a story, you know, not a good story, not a pretty story. You know, back when I was four, it started and it went from touching, more touching, to actual penetration. And um, it didn't end for me until I was 14. And, you know, for many years, I pushed it down, deep down inside of me, act like it didn't happen, didn't want to talk about it. And back in April, when I made the first podcast, it came to a head where, you know, no, I'm not being abused now, where I realized that I had to speak up, I had to say something, because I'm just not happy, and I don't know how to be happy. So, you know, I'm a grandmother now, and I'm 52, and I have um, six beautiful grandchildren, five of them who are girls four of these girls who look like me at different ages. So my abuse started when I was four, when I got a three-year-old granddaughter with my face, with my smile, with my eyes. I have nine-year-old granddaughters with my face, with my smile, with my eyes. And a 13-year-old granddaughter, same thing. And I also have a 10-year-old one. Okay, that one doesn't look like me, but those other four look exactly like me. They're little replicas of me. This is something that's beautiful and that people will be like, oh, that's great, they look like you. For me, it scared the hell out of me because now I'm looking at my beautiful, precious granddaughters. And I have a grandson too. And I know that also boys and men are molested. So yeah, I worry for him too. I do. But with these girls who look like me, I'm thinking I have to protect them. You know, I'm having nightmares about them being touched, about their innocence being stolen, about people doing things to them that shouldn't be done. So it kind of took me a little bit over the edge. And I'm here right now, I'm still thinking the same thing. You know, what can I do to help this? What can I do to change this? You know, so I want to say to people who do this, to the children, you're a murderer. You're a murderer. You know, a long time ago, there was a sweet little girl named Antoinette who was killed. I am, I was that little girl. I feel like, you know, people always say to you as a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was asked that question many times. Never had an answer for it, still don't. Because at 52, I don't know who I am. I'm just a walking shell of emptiness, of pain, of fear, of dirty touches the filth that I can't wash off at 52, you know, and being that 
in my life I felt like I died anyway. I've gone through times that I've attempted suicide six times, even spent some time in a mental institution, you know, and yeah, people don't know that about me. And, I, you know, I'm not proud of it. I'm not bragging. It's a source of pain and shame for me because I feel like I should have been stronger. I should have been able to work through this, but I'm not. I'm not, you know, when I pray about it and people are like, oh, joy comes in the morning. There's no joy for me in the morning. There's no joy in the afternoon or in the evening. You know, this is something that I want to say to parents out there, protect your children. Everybody is suspect, no matter how nice they are, what they do to you, what they do for you, who they are in your life, protect your children. Never let them go through this. I'm a grown person who's just, I'm I'm a basket of a mess, you know. I, I can admit this. And I'm not saying this because I want you to feel sorry for me. I'm saying, wake up, protect your children. You know, this is a story that's so ugly, so hurtful. You know, for me to look into my brown eyes and I'm looking at my granddaughter, seeing my eyes and the hurt that I feel, have people say, oh, you know, you got such pretty eyes, Antoinette. My eyes are full of pain. I can't even look at myself in the mirror. I hate looking at me. I hate who I didn't get to become, whoever she was, whoever she was going to be. You know, I'm saying if you're a person who hurt a child, hurt yourself first. You know, hurt yourself first. Get help. Your child comes to you. They tell you they've been hurt. You do everything you can to protect them. If there's a child out there, a young adult, even a person who went through this, and you want to talk to me, I'm here. I want to talk to you too. You take my hand, I'll take yours. Maybe we can work through this together. You know, I I believe in God. I've had religious people tell me, oh, lay that pain down. Give that to the Lord. You know, and it's not that I don't believe that I can't. I tried. I can't get over it. So I'm hoping that sharing my experience with you, doing this podcast, talking with people, will help me one day grow into a person who doesn't feel pain who's not afraid, who can allow her her grandchildren to be grandchildren, to be happy, to play, without me trying to protect them. We always protect them, but being too overprotective. It hurts so bad for me to just do simple things like look in the mirror, putting on lipstick, because I gotta look into those eyes. I gotta see that hurt little girl. And they say, you know, my one one psychiatrist is like, oh, well, you go back and you take little Antoinette and you tell her you love her. And you tell her she, it's not her fault. You give her a hug. I can't hug little Antoinette. She doesn't like being touched. I can't tell her I love her because if I loved her, why did I let this happen to her? You know, I'm like, why didn't I fight more? Why didn't I scream it from the rooftops? You know, no one knows what it feels like to be that child afraid to speak up, afraid to let someone know you need help. So if you're out there and you need help, I'm here for you. I will help you. I will walk with you. And maybe through helping you, I can help me. I want to one day look in the mirror and be happy to see my brown eyes, put on some lipstick, comb my hair and smile and be truly happy. Because right now, I have fear, I have hurt, I have shame. I listen to certain songs on the radio, takes me back to those days. 
and I feel fear, I feel shame, I feel hurt, you know, and I'm not asking you to feel sorry for me, this is not what this is about, you know, I try to be as strong as I can, and a lot of people think that I am really a strong person, I'm going to say, I'm a strong person in denial, I'm a strong person in lies, you know, I live with denial, you creating like a background for myself that wasn't so, you know, it's just really, really hard, very, very hard for me to even explain unless it's a person that's been through it. And I know I talk about my granddaughters all the time. And yes, again, I know that this happens to boys. If you're a man out there, this happens to you. reach out to me. We can talk about it. You know, they're just in the forefront of my mind because they have my face. I look into those little faces and I see me. You know, if they cry, I'm wondering, are you crying because this happened to you? You know, and I'm always telling them that, you know, you didn't, this won't happen to you. This happened to grandma. It won't happen to you. So I'm saying that if you're out there and you need me, I'm here for you. Take my hand. We can walk through this together. And then maybe the next time I do a podcast and I call it You Can Survive, I will have survived. And I will be able to know what it feels like to survive. Until then, though, I'll leave you with this thought. A child is a precious gift from God. You do everything you can to protect them. And if you're that child and you aren't protected, you are a gift from God too. I love you. I value you. And I want to hug you. Thank you.